Today is Monday within the octave of Easter. Easter Monday. Our readings today are taken from first reading Acts chapter 2, verse 14, 22 to 33. The gospel reading is from Matthew chapter 28, verses 8 to 15. My brothers and sisters, as we keep on celebrating the resurrection of Christ from the dead, the evidence and sign of our salvation, let us make sure, ensure that we understand and know that Easter is not a celebration of festivity, but a celebration of faith. Therefore, before we celebrate and as we celebrate, we must be aware of our faith in Christ. He said it, we heard it, we did not believe it, but now it is clear, it has happened. Let us examine ourselves and know what story we have heard. Is it the corrupted story or the story from the revelation of Christ himself? There are two stories about the resurrection, one from the chief priest and one from Jesus' appearance to the women. We need to be certain. Hence, the word of God during the period of celebrating Easter tells this story in the gospel. Since all the readings are New Testament readings, in, in occurrence, it is the gospel that happened first. The Acts of the Apostles and the Epistles are the digestion of the true message how we came to believe. The gospel reading of today recounts the, true, the account that details the appearance of Jesus to the women, to Mary Magdalene and the other Mary, through the angels and the account of those who really witnessed the resurrection, the guards who were paid to watch the grave to ensure that the resurrection is not corrupted, it's authentic. But when they told their story, they were bribed, corrupted, and a new story. Those who were not there formulated a story for them to tell. Realizing the implication, they also assured them that they will not get into trouble for lying. Therefore, we should always know a liar is one who knows the truth and willfully and deliberately corrupts it. And hence, their story is never complete because they are lying. 
why they know the truth. In fact, they believe. That is why they have to formulate a lie. A lie is a formulation, is not a truth. The women were told by the angels that Jesus was not stolen, but risen from the dead as he said. They were reminded. This gave them both joy and sadness. Joy because of what they had. Sadness because their faith was still not yet complete. They wanted to see the body of Jesus as evidence that he was not stolen. Of course, they couldn't find the body because the body was, was risen. He was no longer a dead person, but one who lives. Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life. But Jesus, to cement their faith and to console them, appeared to them. They recognized him, went and grabbed his feet and adored him. Jesus repeated the message he has already sent to them through the angels. Go to Galilee and tell my disciples to go there. We will meet there. Meanwhile, the soldiers who were appointed to guard the grave to make sure that there was no foul play. As soldiers, they went to those who employed them to tell them what happened. They told them the truth. While they were going, some of the guards went into the city and told the chief priest all that had happened. The chief priests assembled with the elders and took counsel. Then they gave a large sum of money to the soldiers, telling them, you are to say. His disciples came by night and stole him while we were asleep. St. Augustine calls these guards, these soldiers, the sleepy witnesses of the resurrection because they witnessed the resurrection and claimed to be asleep. As lies will continue to convince itself to be true, and which is an impossible task, they assured them, he said, if this gets to the ears of the governor, we will satisfy him and keep you out of trouble. What they saw will never leave them. That is why the job for which they were paid, which is lying, will also never leave them. The soldiers took the money and did as they were instructed. And this story has circulated among the Jews to the, to the present day. So we still know that we have a task to accomplish for those who believe in the resurrection. And the first reading of today tells us the reason or the sign of faith in the resurrection. Jesus, after his resurrection, taught his disciples in detail. 
consolidated the truth in their hearts. But that was not enough. Knowing the truth is not enough until the truth is witnessed to and told as the truth. The soldiers knew the truth. They saw the truth. But they were unable, they were easily convinced to deviate from the truth. Therefore, to tell the truth of the resurrection is not cheap. Christ, the love of God, the Son of God, taught his disciples the truth and says, knowing the truth is not enough for you to go out there. You must wait for the descent of the Holy Spirit on you. And that spirit is my spirit who dwell in you. That you may be like me. That is when they said, when Jesus realized that it was his time has come for him to return to the Father, said he loved his disciples to the end. The spirit, the Holy Spirit is that love. With his spirit, he made us is co-inheritance, adopted children of God. This is what we should know about our faith. Faith in the truth, and Jesus is the way, the truth, and life. Hence, the first reading of today from the Acts of the Apostles started with, on the day of Pentecost. Once they received the Holy Spirit, they were able to tell the truth with power, without fear. Impossible to be bribed. Therefore, as we celebrate Easter, it is not about physical celebration. It's not about shouting. It's, about, it's not about the, uh, creating an orchestra. It's not about saying hallelujah. It's not about words. It must be rooted in the spirit. The spirit is the celebration of Easter. Hence, we will, the church will celebrate Easter for a whole season, which we end with the day of Pentecost. When we will execute the mandate that we go out to the whole world proclaiming the good news. Let us pray for the church, the body of Christ, to remain with Christ and with the spirit of Christ. Speak truth to power, the power of the world, so that the voice of the church in the world will not be shaken because it is filled, the voice of the church is the voice of the Spirit of Christ. Our cause for celebration is that Jesus takes all the credit for his resurrection. He rose to save us and convinced us to accept the salvation he has brought to us. Then, as a church, we can say hallelujah, the heavenly language.